The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Woosa, woosa, woosa. Swain Event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. This is why I'm 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 indifferent to a big change in the weather. I'm a little indifferent to snowstorms and a bunch of snow because it can mean anything. It can mean someone hits some type of pole and, and you know impact the internet and we've had two glitches so far during the show haven't had any in a long time with comcast so i wonder what's going on there but here we are we just roll with it nothing we can do to control it we just gotta keep it rolling keep it going and control what we can't control which is the conversation that we're having during the program tennessee lsu Tomorrow night, we're talking transfers right now. Tennessee lost out on a couple. We got Ben back. And um, Ben, what were you saying before? Had another glitch. You there, Ben? No. We'll keep it going. We'll try to get Ben back in here. He's on. We'll get Ben back in here. Maybe. Maybe Ben's fed up with everything. Maybe Ben said he's had enough. 865-255-03 is a telephone number here. Here we go, Ben. Can you hear now? Good to go? Hey, I can hear your beautiful voice now. Oh, there we go, man. Tell you, man, te- technology is great when it's great, not when it's not. So the the, 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 the internet's been glitchy. I'm wondering if it's because of the weather. But uh, what were you saying before um, we was cut off? Yeah, just saying that. I mean, it, it's expected that Tyler Barron goes to Kentucky, but the the only reason I threw in kind of – that hey the door's not closed is just because Tyler Barron has has said that himself yeah. and and maybe he's playing the the recruiting game and and toying with folks and, and saying that to soften the blow of entering the portal but he has said from from his own mouth that hey the 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 door isn't completely closed in terms of potentially returning to Tennessee so that that's the only reason I wanted to throw that in there but like yeah. like you were saying I mean, it would be a surprise if he didn't go to Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Florida Vol fans, as we go to the text box, as we need to get, uh, go fund me for Ben for a four-wheel drive truck. Well, he don't – I mean, I don't mind getting yeah. Ben a, a new truck, but we don't I need agree. A, a truck has nothing to do with what's going on right now. And me and Ben are not in the same studio because of um, the vid going around in the house, not – not because of his tires. And I have a pregnant wife. So Yeah, so 
you know, everyone's everyone is feeling better. We're on the other side of it, but you know, we we have the technology to for him to do the show where he is and me do the show where I am. Um, but I don't mind getting you a new truck, man. That'd be all. That'd be awesome. Now, for you. I I agree. I I do think that we should start a GoFundMe to get me a new truck just because I, yeah, I do I agree with that. I think it would be 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 great. Um, big on shit. Technology is undefeated. <laughs> I mean, it's that it's that freaking Comcast, man. It's glitchy right now. Maybe somebody hit some pole or something. I think the weather has something to do with it. It wasn't doing this before. Uh, NC Vol says, Swain, I think it's not a huge deal. Tyler left. From what I've seen, we didn't have great pressure on the quarterback consistently all year from anyone. Am I wrong? Well, oh, Florida Vol fan says, uh, we miss his smiling face. So they want to see your face. We want to see your face, brother. So we can, Ben can turn on his video at any moment and y'all can see his face if y'all want to. I can put, I can, I can put his, his face on the on the video broadcast. Oh, what's up, Ben? All right, I'll I, I work on that. I'll work on getting your face on there, man. Rocking your glasses. Um. So. I look like a bum. Tr- true, but. <laughs> true, but like it's good to see you. I haven't seen you in, in forever, man. I needed a break from seeing you, so. That's all right, man. We all, we all, we all can understand. You, sometimes you just need breaks from seeing people. I, we, I totally get it, man. I totally get it. Um, but my, my point on NC Vol's comment is, I think on the surface, you make that comment like, "Oh man, you look at his production, and you downplay it. It's not a big deal." One thing no one really thinks about is the fact that he can, like, he can get better. Like, he can, he can get better. Like, he can improve. And when he improves, he's on your team. But if he's not on your team, you don't benefit from his improvement. I think that's what people are missing. This is... This is why we always get that comment like, oh, man, we get a player that transfers from here and he goes on, he goes somewhere else and he balls out. Well, he could have balled out for you if he would have stayed. So this is why it's, it's, it is a blow. It's not the end of the world, nor is it Will Albright in a portal. No offense to Will Albright, it just is what it is. But it is a, it's, it is a big deal. Because you have someone that has a talent. He has the ability. He didn't play his best ball this year. But with Rodney Garner spring another offseason, gaining weight, getting getting stronger, getting um, smarter, and then not having the distraction of his father not being on the staff, he could be a really good player for you. So I think on the surface, you look at him, oh, man, look at his production, look at his numbers, you're missing that, not a big deal. No, he can give you more as he improves. That's that's why it's a big deal. My my response to to that comment is that it, it is a, a loss, but I would say that it's not as big of a loss as 
everybody maybe is making it seem if if that makes sense like he had the potential to come back and and be one of the the better players in the SEC he may go to Kentucky and be one of the best players in the SEC he has that type of potential he has the type of potential to play at the next level and under Rodney Garner you would assume that he was going to to tap into that potential and truly be consistent at some point. And you just don't want to see that happen at Kentucky. That that would be a big bummer for Tennessee. So it, it is a big loss from that perspective. But to play the other side of the coin, his production has, has not matched the the recruiting ranking or, or the hype that he arrived with. So, and again, like I said earlier, I mean, Jared, Jared Verse is a better player right now. So if, if Tennessee can land Jared Verse, Jared Verse is going to take snaps away from him as is. So I, I, I think there's there's credence to kind of both sides of the coin, if that makes sense, Swain. There is. And you know, you you need you need both players, I think, if you want to play in this in this defense. And you want to play 70, 80 snaps, and you want to lead the defense out the dry, uh, like this offense, you know, tends to do. It's it is what it is. Um, you you have to be ready for that if you if you are a defensive player. There's going to be times when you're gonna you're gonna play you know, 70, 80 snaps. The offense is gonna have three and out that lasted thirty seven seconds. I mean, those those are realities of, of the situation. So you need more than just – you need to have, a, I think, a broader view than say, all right, well, losing Tyler Barron, but if you can get Jared first, whatever, it's all good. No, it's, it would be best if you had both of them. Because, yeah, because you need depth. Yeah, because you need depth. And, and yeah, Jared first could be better than Tyler Barron, but Jared first is not – he's not – RoboCop. He is not the Terminator. He can't play every snap at full speed. You need to have a strong eight. So this is why my stance is in the gray area. It's not the worst thing ever, but it but it is it is a blow because Taliban could improve. Like people are totally discrediting the fact that. He can improve. They're only looking at what he did this year and expecting to have the same production next year. You don't stay the same. You either get better or you get worse. So he could come out next year and be worse. He could. Or he could be he could be better. He could be improved. Just like Theo Jackson. Just like Jeremy Banks. Just like other players in this football team did this previous season. So that's how I'm looking at it. Um, it's Every school is going to go through it. Every school's going to have departures, and this is just Tennessee's turn to have theirs. There's going to be one a year, in my opinion, at least one where you're just really disappointed that that player transferred out. I think it's just inevitable. At every school, there's going to be at least one player transfer out that you don't want to transfer out. And uh, if if Tyler Barron – is the only one that does so, then quite frankly, I think it's a win. Uh, because again, I, I think with today's day and age of the transfer portal, I just think it's inevitable that at, at least one everywhere 
transfers in which the coach did not want that particular player to transfer. And to your point, Swain, about the depth, go look at Alabama and Georgia on Monday night. How, how many dudes do they have in the front seven? It, it's endless. I mean, Georgia's going to have, I mean, near double digits, if, if not double digits, from its front seven alone playing at the next level. And Alabama, it, it's not the typical Alabama defensive front that we have become used to. They don't have that, that one superstar. Well, they do have Will Anderson. He came along. But I was more so thinking of, of a defensive lineman, like a, um, the kid that went to the Jets, uh, Quinnen Williams. Uh, like they, they don't have that, that type of defensive lineman up front this year, but Will Anderson off the edge at, at outside backer has been able to supplement that. But they have dudes in the front seven. It's not just one Byron Young. It's it's not just uh, Jared Verse. I mean, like it's nice to have those two as your starters, but to, to get to where Tennessee wants to be, you, you need a bunch of dudes in the front seven. Uh, real live dudes, as Mike Eckler would, would say, RLDs. And you, you need more than two. And even with Jared Verse, I know I've, I've been hyping him up uh, here this morning. I mean, he, he even is going to have something to prove. He's coming from Albany. Playing against the competition that he played at this past year is going to be vastly different than playing in the SEC. So th- there's no guarantee that, that he's going to have success at this level. I, I think that he will. But again, there, there's a difference in... <laughs> uh, Albany schedule and the schedule that Tennessee is going to play. So there's no guarantee that uh, that that he's going to be successful either. So you got to have more than two dudes, and and that's where I think it hurts Tennessee the most. Yeah, for sure. Middle Tennessee Rick says uh, didn't Tyler Barron say that he was supposed to put on more weight, maybe move um, to the inside on Tennessee prompt. Yep, but he never specified that was a plan for him at Tennessee or. That was going to be the plan at his new place. Like, Taliban was really smart about how he answered answered that question. <clears throat> and that could be the plan. That could have been a plan all along for him to come, you know, be at Tennessee and move inside. That could have been a plan. That doesn't mean he didn't think about transferring. and doesn't mean that he won't move inside at Kentucky or his new place. But I thought... I thought Tyler Barron handled Tennessee Prime as 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 good as he could have with the rumors swirling, with the uncertainty of of his future, and you know, chip on the text box as does that say anything about Rodney Garner or does that just say something about Tyler Barron? I don't look at it that way. I look at it as Rodney Garner's a great coach. Great coach. But Tyler Barron's dad was on the staff. Two other coaches. And that's stuff that happened with Pruitt with the investigation. It can create an issue with Abernathy in this regime. And I don't think Abernathy just wanted to deal with it. And he stepped down. And I don't care how great of a coach Rodney Garner is, that that can affect you if you are the son of, of someone on staff. And he doesn't want to be here anymore. 
Ronnie Garner, is he the best? Absolutely. In my opinion, he is. That doesn't mean you can't get great coaching somewhere else and can't be a better player somewhere else. You can. That's me That's me taking on my orange colored sunglasses. A Chip Payne says at least there'll be three scholarships available. Well, you can only go at seven. You can only go at seven. King Vol says, uh, I hate losing Beckwith, too. He has so much potential. Did he? I'm... I mean, what what potential is there to go off of other than his his size? I I'm trying to figure out where is there like some secret footage of him jumping over cars and jumping over buildings and running down running down uh, Teslas on 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 I forty like is he shown some? crazy speed and athletic ability that I have not seen because I can only go by what I've seen in practice and what I've seen in the games. And what is this potential that people are talking about? Or are they just looking at his dreads and his size? Yeah, he he looks good in shoulder pads. I mean, other than that, that's the only thing that he has shown is, is that he looks good in shoulder pads. At this level, I know he was he was a really good high school quarterback and a really good high school basketball player, but I mean, other than that, I I I, I don't I don't I don't know Swain. I, he looks good in pads. That's that's the only thing that I can come up with. He looks great in pads, man. That's all I got. That's that's all I got. LC Vol says this dude danced on the Kentucky logo after the game, and now he's going there. That's crazy. It would be crazy if Tyler Barron was to go to Kentucky. I think that's the favorite right now um, in, in my world, in my opinion. And, um, hey, man, if you got a sweet NIL deal, sweet NIL deals got these dudes going from LSU to Alabama. Like Did you see the Eastern Michigan offer? What do you mean? Eastern Michigan, one of their prominent boosters or uh, alumni, yeah. Charlie Batch, is off. Was it Charlie Batch? Yeah, your boy. Yeah, my, my boy. Which I don't. How does he have a mill? I, I haven't been keeping up with Charlie Batch post Steelers career. Um, but anyways, Eastern Michigan is offering Caleb Williams, the Oklahoma transfer quarterback, a million for one year to come play at Eastern Michigan. <laughs> Yeah, it's a game above that, capital, which is a firm he works with. Ah, okay. Offered that one million dollars. Gotcha. So shout out to Charlie Batch. I like Charlie Batch. Yeah, I mean, hey, money money can change you, and let's not be naive here to think that players are not hitting the portal just to see what offers they're going to get, and. I don't care how you feel about a school, but if that offer is better than everybody else's or another school values you more than the current school that you play for, I mean, sorry about stepping on your logo. We can get over it with a nice, nice bag. It's weird. This is a new it's a new college football uh, that we're entering, but good point by I you, L.C. Ball. Chip Payne says, D. Beckham was, was on a milk cart all season long. We have no idea what he can and can't do. Exactly. Well, 
That's my point. Like, who knows what 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 D Beckwith can do? People are just assuming based on how he looks because there's no way to know what he really can do. But in a way, don't we somewhat know what he can do because he he did practice and the coaches saw him in practice and what he can do in practice and didn't put him in the game. And and you and I have beat around the bush since August on what he isn't doing to get on the field. So, like, I, I get it from a game perspective. We don't know what he can do in a game. But on the other hand, we do know what he can do or, or I guess what he can't do. Yeah, we just we, – we create this – we create this weird – narrative man i won't say it's like harrison bailey because harrison came in and and it was pretty efficient when he came in but like we like we start this this these narratives that really get out of hand like d beckwith didn't do anything to warrant the hype that he's getting and the people are like man we should have got to find a way to get him on the field and well what's going on with the coaches while he can't play it ain't the coaches like it ain't nothing wrong with the coaches of why Harrison Bailey didn't play either. It's just we got to we got to chill out on that. Um, he does not have SEC football tools. Maybe he'll go yet. elsewhere and and prove everybody wrong. But from what he's done in practice last year under Jeremy Pruitt and what he's done in practice this year under Josh Heupel, he's not good enough to play in the SEC. I mean, that's all there is to it. Not a running back. Nope, not a running back. Uh, Rodney and also says is uh, Barron's father going to Kentucky? I don't think so. That would be very very surprising, considering you know he was you know Patrick Abernathy was in the was questioned. Um, but you got to think about everybody that was on that staff last year. Everybody was on that staff last year was subjected to some very intense questioning by the law firm that Tennessee hired dealing with, and dealing with the NCAA. Everyone. And so, him, Patrick, stepping down, I don't think makes it look like he's guilty or makes it look like he's innocent. But I don't know if Kentucky would want to bring that on with it being so fresh. So, I, I'm going to say I doubt it. I doubt Patrick Abernathy is going to be a coach, is going to be at Kentucky. But who knows? But I'm going to say I doubt it today. All right. Um, ATL VFL says, I think we need to move Whitehead to inside linebacker now too. I mean, I think it depends on what happens with Jalen Wright and Jabari Small and Justin Williams. I think the production during the spring and, and where guys' heads are, you know, does Jalen Wright stay here? I mean, there was a time when he was in a doghouse. So is he good now? Is he is he focused and ready to move on? Jabari Small, I know he's very frustrated about his injury. Um, does he want a fresh start? I'm not saying I heard anything, but um, – being injured is, is is tough, man. It messes with your mentals. So, um, depending on the running back depth, I think it depends on what you do with with Whitehead. I always thought he should have been a linebacker, but 
That's just me. I would not be surprised to see Tennessee add a, a transfer running back as, as well. So My maybe goodness. that affects the situation. So, so if you had a running back, you had a wide receiver, that's only five more spots. My goodness, when are we going to dress that secondary? When are we going to dress that defensive line and, and linebackers with more than just one player? I think you need to get multiple players at that spot. I think you need to get two per spot. That would be six. Yeah, and and, and this is why the a week ago today when, when we were frustrated about the Music City Bowl and, and Tennessee losing – that football game, I, I stated that the Music City Bowl was a reality check. We we were feeling uh, maybe a little bit better of, about Tennessee's situation going into year two of Josh Heupel than than it actually was, and it's not Josh Heupel's fault. It's it's Jeremy Pruitt's fault, quite frankly, and uh, the the failed leadership under Jeremy Pruitt or over Jeremy Pruitt to. That that led to last offseason being what last offseason was. I mean, Tennessee's roster is just atrocious. It, it was this this past season, uh, and there's there's going to be more holes to fill even after this cycle when Tennessee is able to go out and and add as many transfers as they're allowed to. There's just so many holes on the roster, Swain. Like it makes sense for Tennessee to go out and add another running back. It does, but. Like you just mentioned, uh, there, there are other positions of need and, and probably more of a need than than running back. It, it's just, again, I think the Music City Bowl was a reality check because it, it was a reminder of just how far Tennessee has to go a, as well. ATFVFL says, I think we're seeing them go after more high school players to add more than the seven transfers. Well, I mean, there's a limit at some point. I mean, you've already got 20. And um, you, you could add five more high school players, and then add, I guess add the seven after that. Um, so that would that would be that'd be a good twelve players uh, that you, you know, add to your to your roster. And we need every bit of them. And then if you want to go over that number, you can always kind of back count and count toward count count those towards the two thousand and uh, twenty three class, but. Now we've seen we've seen Butch Jones do that in fourteen. We went out there and signed thirty two players. So whatever you have to do to make the roster work and address some holes and needs, that's what that's what hype on company needs needs to do. But um, there's certainly a lot of holes, and we were sitting here after spring telling ourselves, "Yo, this defense is going to be terrible. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know how they're going to you know, field a, a defense." There's too many holes. We're terrible at this position. Need some help there. And then during the spring and the summer, they just slowly added a piece here, a piece there, a piece there in the portal. And those players became contributors. So we're hopeful that they do the same thing um, this spring going into the summer. So that way, next football season, some of those holes will be addressed. I won't say they'll be filled because I think it's going to take multiple years for the depth the talent to be where we need to be to really compete at a high at a high level. Okay, 865-255-03 is our telephone number. It is time to take a timeout. So we will do that. Hour three is approaching. Knock on wood. No issues 
with with the old Comcast with, with the internet. I can see Ben, but I'm not gonna put Ben up because um, I hate to call you out, Ben. But your your internet is not all that great either. It's, it's the video is kind of it's my computer. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's, 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 it's your computer. I've got a, I've got a. It's not necessarily old, but it uh, it's kind of like dog ears. <laughs> it's older than I've actually. Than the amount of time I've actually had it because I've had it since I was a junior in college in 17. And with the job that I have, I have completely run it into the ground. So it, it, it gets glitchy at times and I'll probably be getting a new computer here here soon. So instead of raising money on a GoFundMe uh, for a new truck, I mean, if anybody wants to start a GoFundMe for Ben's new computer, that'd be great. That'd be great. So yeah, you- the computer is a little laggy, and so I'm not going to put your video up on, on Swain Event TV. But I can see your face, and I saw Judge. I saw Judge enter into the into the room, into the show. It was good to see old Judge, man. Handsome Judge. 865-255-03. Stay with us. Brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work-from-anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. 
At Irish Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Irish Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work-from-anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com. Or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. I'm supposed to be jumping for joy when it snows I have kids get them outside make it snowmen but I can't I can't jump for joy because that means the product of the show could be affected because of the weather and that's been the case so far I've had a couple glitches with the, with the uh, Wi-Fi been a while since that's happened we fight through we're pushing through all right, let's go to the phones. Ben, you ready for you ready for that? You ready to go to the phones this morning? We are going to the phones. 865-255-03. I got you taken care of there, Ben. Let's go to the phones. And uh, who do we have with us this morning? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's West Tennessee Ball. West Tennessee Ball. Good morning. We are great. We are great. Hope you are too. Snow, but nothing like y'all have. We had that last year, so y'all can keep that. Yeah, we that Nashville got it. Looks like more than what we we have. It's already looks like it's already melting um, here. It doesn't look bad at all. Uh, it's just annoying just because people can't drive. Uh, is your is school canceled there or, or no? Yeah, today and yesterday, but it was just enough for that. Like our grass isn't even covered. You can still see grass through snow. Yeah, yeah. Schools canceled here too. That's not why I called. I called because on the way in this morning, my husband was curious, but he had to go to work. So I told him I'd call and ask for him. Okay. Did, do you know if they tried these with anywhere else, or did he not want to do that? At a different position, I mean. I know he wanted to play running back. I don't know oh how hard they tried to put him 
somewhere else. Ben, did you see him at a different position when you were able to you know, go to practice or hear from practice? I haven't heard about him being anywhere else besides running back. I did not either. And if you and, and the thought process is if you struggle with the physicality of playing running back, how are you going to be physical enough to play tight end? And then at receiver, he he did not lack the 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 or he did not have the the quickness to play the receiver position. So I I did not see him play other positions other than running back. And and I think uh, particularly with tight end, it was because of the the physicality that he lacked at running back. I mean, if you don't have it at running back, how are you going to have it at tight end when you when I think you have to be even more physical? Yep, that's probably true. And that was his question. He said it was his size. Why didn't they move him to play um, defensive back or something of that nature? So that's where he was. I mean, not defensive back. I'm sorry. Tight end of that. Something of that nature. So that's where he was wondering, too. Just because of how big he is. Mm-hmm. That that was that was that's everyone's thought. First thought when you see someone that yeah. size, six three, and you see him not working out at one position. It's easy to say, man, put him at linebacker or put him at tight end. Um, it's just like when we see people walking around who are six six nine, we automatically assume that they should be playing basketball. <laughs> well, maybe maybe that guy's a ballerina. Maybe he don't want to play sports. Maybe maybe he's a cook. Triple O, for example, huh? Triple O, for example. But I think Triple O played football in high school. But yeah, he's like when you when you see Triple O, you think one thing. Football. <laughs> like, Triple O is huge. You think football. He automatically go there, but that's not always the case. I was walking, uh, where was I? I was at, I think I was at the, I forgot what store. I think I was at Target. Let's say Target. I think it was a Target. And I saw this female, and she was tall. Like, I, all I thought was thought of was Tamari Key. I was like, man, she had to play basketball when she was younger. But maybe she didn't like basketball. I think we always do that to to people, we we assume based on their size that they should be playing this position or that position. We did the same thing with D Beckwith, but like Ben said, it takes a level of physicality to play football. Period. It doesn't matter if you are, you know, a long snapper, receiver, DB. Football is physical, and tight end is one of the most physical positions on the football field because you are in the trenches every single play. And if you're going to play wide receiver, there's a certain level of agility and quickness and quick twitch muscles that you have to have to play that position. And maybe D. Beckwood doesn't have that either. So he's a tweener right now. <laughs> thanks thanks so much for the phone call, Middle uh, West Tennessee Vol. Get that cutie some snacks and treats. Give her some candy. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. Are you surprised or not surprised by the reaction from the text box and our listeners about the decision Tyler Bear made the transfer? Because I know like the message boards is a whole nother world. It's a whole nother galaxy, a whole nother dimension. I'm pretty sure everyone there was melting down. Twitter is a whole nother world. Like I, I saw people that cover Tennessee that 
was totally so off base on the Tyler Barron stuff. It's not even funny, which sometimes I'm like, yo, why? Anyways, I, let me stop. I ain't going to go there. Ben, are you surprised? Are you are you surprised uh, by the reaction or lack thereof? No, the reaction is what I thought it would be. That everybody with, with D Beckwith blaming the coaching staff for for not figuring it out, and uh, the the D Beckwith reaction did not surprise me. With Tyler Barron, I'd I'd say the same thing. It it didn't surprise me because. It, it was a very surface level reaction. Former four star, you know, starter on this defense, a ton of potential, and and a lot of people were were freaking out. And um, to be frank, I, if you weren't in the weeds with this, then this did surprise you. And you do think that this is a major blow, and it is a blow. Swain and I talked about this a little bit earlier. In the show, it, it is a blow. Not trying to say that it isn't, but this isn't as big of a blow as people who aren't familiar with the situation are making it out to be. And I, I did expect that from some people. And I should say some, quote, media members, uh, but also um, I did expect that from the fans' perspective as as well. I think Tyler Barron hasn't been as productive as his his reputation would indicate. And I, I still had hope for him, but again, I, I don't think his production matched his reputation. Golfer four five four says uh, on Beckwith, did he look soft in high school? Did something happen? In high school, he was the best player in the field. He's the best athlete because it's high school. He played at, he played in Florence, and this is why it's so hard to evaluate players out of high school because you're playing against kids half your size, half the athletic ability. These kids are not playing college football moving forward, and this is why colleges want to either come to a game to see you person or during the summer, they want you to come to their campus so they can lay eyes on you, so they can see you on a clock, see how really fast you are, because sometimes it's hard to tell on, on a highlight video that could be sped up, or you're playing against little Jimmy, who is a force nine on, on a good day, and you're blowing right past him. It makes it look like you run a 4-4 four, four, when probably you just run a 4-7-5. So I think the evaluation is tough when you just look at a high school film. And D. Beckwith is, is good enough, and the competition is not great enough for you to just say, oh, yeah, man, look at the high school film. He's going to be exactly what he is in high school. It's going to be the same thing here. Maybe he didn't have to be physical in high school. He played quarterback, uh, played multiple positions. Didn't have to be physical. Because he's bigger than everybody else. So, let's see what else is on the text box. ATL VFL says, maybe D is a basketball player. Maybe. Maybe. Volan Birmingham says, if he could have put it together, he, he would have been a monster tight end. Probably NFL tight end. 
And Vala Birmingham, I think you're falling into the, the trap. Just looking at the size. Just looking at the size. Falling into that trap. <laughs>